Hey, hey, welcome to A Pair of Thoughts. I'm your host, Slim. And I'm your host, Relay. And I just want to say happy birthday to you. Your birthday was last Wednesday and we didn't film last week because we took a long break from filming. Truth be told, we filmed yesterday, but remember I told you guys she's an airhead because I passed gas and when we were born, we were breached and she flew out. We did record yesterday, but somebody failed to hit the record button. So we spent two hours prepping for a session that it's two hours I can never get back in my life. So, but the, it was it really your day. fault. It was it also was during, it was also during my saints game, which I never missed. So I, I had to watch the saints game while we recorded and only to find out it was a practice session, which we don't <laughs> like to well, at least you didn't, we at least you didn't waste your time watching them lose. Like, well, we don't, we don't like to practice because we want this to be original, like content authentic. And authentic. Yes. And so, yes, um, they did lose. Sorry to say the Saints played the Tennessee Titans and uh, lost by, I think, two, two points or three points, two points, two or three. Um, so we're now five and four. But it's OK for us because we're on like our fourth quarterback this season. So we're good. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, we lost to the Eagles. It just who gets we? worse. Who are we? The Broncos, the Denver Broncos. Yes, the team nobody's really fans of. But yes, there's that, there's some there's some serious Bronco fans out there. Don't try to hate. Just because you're not hating, go join everybody else with the Huda or the Raiders. Everybody's either a Saints fan or a Raiders fan or a Cowboys fan. Be be authentic. Pick something different. Root for the Huda underdogs. Day, they gonna beat them. Saints. They show up. Huda. Who that? Do y'all even have a song? Who that say they gonna beat them Saints? Did I tell you that I met Bob Miller? <laughs> Did why don't you you no you told me you were stalking Bob Miller? I was not I, stalking Bob Miller. I knew he was in L.A. because he was traded to the Rams. Who knew that I would cross? Who knew that we would cross each other's paths? Like right when he got traded. Well, when you found out he was. In the vicinity, you made it a point to stop the area so you could accidentally bump into him. You always hate on my karma. Like, I have just such good karma. I just grab, people just gravitate to me. I think about okay, them and so they gravitate towards me. Like, what happened? How was it? How was it? It was great. I just walked past him and I was like, oh my God, I'm like one of your biggest fans. I said, I'm probably one of the only black Denver fans, which is not true because I know a bunch of black Denver fans. He, <laughs> he laughed. And then I said, but if you need me to switch teams, I will to support you. And then he laughed. <laughs> and then I did a name drop and I used your friend, his uncle, who you're very, very, very good friends with. I said, oh, my sister works with um, your uncle. And he was like, oh, tell him I say what's up. But, you know, I'm not doing any name dropping on the show, but. It was cool. I didn't get a picture because I wasn't ready for any pictures. It's not that serious. I just, the fact that I met him and it was the week of my birthday was just the highlight. Did you rehearse that introduction? Like if you bumped into him, did you kind of rehearse what you would say? I kind of was like, I don't want to be one of the people asking for pictures because take pictures. I'm ask, did you rehearse what you would say if you bumped into him? Did you already have in your mind what you would say? Kind of sort of I did. Kind of That's sort of. called stalking. Yes, if you prepared a speech, I can see if you accidentally ran into him and you just asked questions, but you actually prepared a elevator pitch for him. If you have, you to, have to be prepared. Him. Yeah, don't you ever prep yourself when you go into a meeting? Like, well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that. Okay, wait. But I do not have a speech for the one person that I have yet 
to grace my presence. I had a plan originally. My favorite person that I have to meet one day is Idris Alba. So originally my plan was to run up to him and dry hump his leg. However, he's now married. So I'd have to be more polite and, you know, more mannerable and shake his hand and say I admire his work. So are you going to dry hump the top of his leg or the bottom half? Whatever part I, I can get. a dog right now humping somebody's leg. <laughs> and are you going to piss on him too so you can mark it? Hey, however it gets wet, it gets wet. It's not my problem. <laughs> so disgusting. So disgusting. But you've had the privilege of meeting many famous men. You met Boris Cujo. Yes. Uh, many, many years ago before he was married. Um, and I was a fan of his. Yep. Oh, okay. True story. I was in Miami two weeks before she met him. And I was at Nikki's on the beach. And it was a it was a night party. And I promise you, our eyes met across the room and he was mesmerized. But at the time I was married um, to my ex and we were uh, there together. So I couldn't be like rude, but our eyes did meet. And so be it. A couple of weeks later, he walks into her office and he goes, I know you. I've seen you somewhere before. Were you in? were you in Miami a couple of weeks ago? And she, my sister was, she told me she saw your eyes met and I didn't believe her. He goes, no, I saw her. So <laughs> our eyes met. So that means you uh, were seconds. Like if he had a chance to meet me and I was single at the time, he probably would have like, you know, been into me, but because you're leftovers and you were available, he figured, you know, I'll take the sloppy seconds. So what are you going to do if we're both somewhere and Idris is there? Are I'm not. Have my mom. He's an amazing actor, but I'm not into him like that. Oh, I am. He's number I, of, mm. a dry hump in anybody's leg. Do you remember I had like the biggest, biggest crush on Ben Affleck? Yes. I did. And Dean, who you Oh, met, I love I Dean Kane. Oh my God. He's so cute. Yes. And we. And Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is hot. He needs to wash his hair. Um, I'll wash it. And dirty. Anyway, there's some one also, of these teams has like a beautiful quarterback. It's a it's a white guy. He's super fine. It's a new quarterback. What I love about you is you just have such a diverse slate, right? You don't discriminate. You just love who you love, and I love that, right? I'm just a little bit shallow, it. but it's okay. Yes. Well, so the only famous person that I used to like dream about meeting and had like, oh my god, if I ever saw him, I would do this. Was Michael Jordan? That was years ago when I was like. I don't know where. And we saw him in Vegas one time playing a uh, high roller poker, but mm -hmm. he had an object around him. So we couldn't go in there, but promise you almost pissed my pants when I saw him. But anyway, I would have probably frozen, but now I don't have anybody now, but we did get to meet someone that a lot of women wish they were able to meet. Oh, should I share the picture, darling? Yes, please. Drum roll. Who is that there? That is, can you, can you make it bigger so they can see? No, I know. It looks like somebody's granddad. Hold What's on. I don't know how to do without it. Does that work? Yes. Let's block you out of the picture. Go ahead. Zoom in. <laughs> we got to meet, we had the privilege of meeting Denzel and we drove two hours. When we found out he was hanging out with a friend of ours. We drove two hours to Fort Irwin to go meet Denzel. And we were so, so excited to meet him, but a little disappointed because I was expecting to see like the, you know, 
the shaved, cleaned the version of Denzel. Denzel. Like no, the he just he just had his disguise on. So and we saw around. we saw the more mature Denzel. Mm-hmm. Still handsome, but you know he's you know, yeah. And when he saw us, he said, "I bet you girls been trouble your whole lives." <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> okay, so back yes. to um, movie stars. Idris, if you're out there and you're watching, and Sabrina, love you guys. Power couple, all respect, but just blowing some kisses to the sexiest man alive. You That's can't it. tell his wife love her and then blow him kisses. I don't want him. I just... He's taken. I just want to say that I admire his looks. So, if he wasn't famous, would you still admire his looks? I think that he would still be attractive, yes. If he worked in my office, I'd probably be following him around. Although I don't allow people to dip their company pen in my ink pad, I would be following him around. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Make All I, I don't okay, keep my favorite, my favorite character of Idris Alba was Stringer Bell with the uh on the wire <laughs> yes. with the burner phones. Yes, Stringer <laughs> Bell, yes. <laughs> hey, speaking of, did you know Dexter's back 10 years later? Yes, I know. And Yellowstone's back on and oh, Secure. Who doesn't love on. Kevin Costner? <laughs> There's an excellent documentary about Princess Diana on CNN. It's really I started good. that one too. Such a, I don't know. Yeah, her story is fascinating to me. I don't know why I'm why I gravitate towards it, but I do find the royal family fascinating. Yes, yes. I love how you're trying to match my sweater. Yeah, twins. Twins. So happy yes. birthday to you. Happy 48. Oops, did I just expose? Yes, you did, but thank you. So any new any new uh Adventures moving forward. What kind of adventures? Any like, I'm 48 now, so I'm not going to do this anymore. Or I'm 48, so I plan on this. Or like, what do you know? But I did make the commitment that when I turn 50, I want to be in the best shape of my life. So I have two years to do it. So I'm going to spend six months trying to do it naturally. And if that doesn't work, I will use the alternative method of plastic surgery. We've talked about that before. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I too would like to be in a better shape and condition at 50. And another thing after 40, I'm not toting no bags around. Nobody with no generational trauma is coming down my road. (laughs) The gates outside the castle are up. Stay your ass (laughs) over there. (laughs) Work on you. (laughs) So... Drink to that. Yes, generational trauma, that is definitely a thing that many people don't really acknowledge or try to correct or even aware of. So generational trauma is what? It's like, uh, for instance, you can use um, things like slavery, right? So all of the trauma that our ancestors were impacted with has followed us generation through generation. Like we're still being impacted to this day with the whole racism thing, right? And then you have the Holocaust. It still has an effect on the Jewish community. You've got drug addiction where family after family years after years have suffered with drug addiction. There's suicide where that tends to go. Incarceration, which happens. Just, uh, yeah, bad relationship managing it. As a whole, you know, domestic abuse, um, Mm -hmm. emotional abuse, all of that is uh, an example of generational trauma. So for me, I think, okay, drinking maybe. So my family's from New Orleans. 
not that New Orleans people don't get upset. I'm not stereotyping you. We're just stereo. But we're just talking about the mm, our family. We're just saying that our family drinks, right? So I don't know if it's if it's I wouldn't say trauma because trauma means Has like a negative or yeah. But we've been drinking for quite some time. My mother never shied away from having a drink here and there. We watched it. Um, and she carried her liquor very well, which I think has um, passed down to us. Well, but <laughs> Depends um, on what instances. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm an alcoholic. Um, definitely not that. But I like to partake in a little cocktail. Me too. As a matter of fact, cheers. Cheers. What are some now, other? What we could do? Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. So there, so <laughs> there is a quiz though what? that I can take to see my alcoholic, but what I won't do that at this time. Why? I won't do that. Huh? You want to do a show on I'm, am I an alcoholic? No, I know I'm not. I'm not alcoholic. I just, you know, enjoy partaking a little cocktail here and there. That's I do think one generational trauma thing that we can probably relate to, and I don't know if it's trauma, but it's definitely a behavior thing, is the women in our family team seem to be really, really passive and submissive in some situations where we tend to just kind of turn a cheek and push forward and bottle it all in until we explode. And I don't necessarily think that that's healthy. So, uh but why would you say that that's generational trauma? What, what is this? Looking back on different relationships, the passive behavior. The, yeah, the the turn the other cheek or not really able to vocalize how mm -hmm. you feel about something and carrying on in a relationship. You know, it's not a happy relationship. Or the understanding that everybody does a deal with it. Like one is that's old. Everybody does with the deal with it. Like if just because you dealt with it, I don't want to deal with it. And if and it's my life. So if I choose to not, you know, turn the cheek and deal with certain things, that's my choice. Well, divorce is another one because you do find that people tend to be more prone to divorce if their parents had divorced, if their parents had mm -hmm. divorced. And so I don't know, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear that, you know, people say, you know, you want to break the, break the curse or, you cycle. know, um, the cycle. And my mother divorced. Yes. Um, I was divorced. Yes. Um, I was divorced. And, Although I was married so I, for a day. I was divorced. You were married longer than a day. But my daughter did tell me that she feels like she has commitment issues because of my divorce, which I think she's passing blame on me. But anyway, needless to say, it can, you know, either cause commitment issues in your children or it may cause them to not fight as hard for divorce because they see it as out versus people whose parents have been together for 40 and 50 years tend to stay together 40 and 50 years because they saw people fight through their struggles. Mm -hmm. um, no way am I condoning staying in an abusive relationship forever just for the sake of staying married. So don't t say that. However, people tend to, um, I guess divorce may not be acceptable in their family or, or maybe frowned upon. So they tend to stay in relationships a lot longer, um, similar to the characteristics of their parents, whether their parents' relationships healthy or not, they typically stay in their marriage. And there's people that stay in relationships just to say they have someone. I'm totally not that chick. Totally not that chick. I'm definitely not that chick. But my mother wasn't either. So there's some more generational <laughs> traumas. She's like, bye, Felicia. 
And so I think what like one of my messages would be like when you're dealing and raising your kids, pay attention, pay attention to some of the bad habits that you have and just really kind of dig down and digest. Why do I have these bad habits or why am I continuously ending up in these same situations and put the work in, put the work in for yourself. You'll appreciate it later in the end. Figure out who you are and what your expectations are and don't settle for anything less because you only got one life to live. So I was reading this article. What article? uh, Community psychiatry, and they were saying that Gen Zers are more apt to um, breaking this toxic cycle. And the reason is because they're tuned into their mental health, right? And so Mm -hmm. they're more proactive in assuring that their mental health is cared for, and they do that by seeking counseling. Previous generations may not have been as open to receiving counseling, mm-hmm. but I know through counseling, you know, some of the solutions in, in addressing these is going to counseling and really being able to identify what tor- sort of generational trauma you have, what are some of the impacts of that trauma, right. and then the, 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 the counselors will provide you tips and tricks and tools to overcome some of that trauma. So they're saying the generation Zers, because they're so heavy on mental health, are more prone to change the cycle than previous previous um, generations. That makes sense. Why would you, so tell me, why would you suggest that someone would see a therapist versus talking to their family? And, and let me guess, would it be so that they get an outsider's perspective because you are your environment, right? You're who you're surrounding. So if you want a, a, pers- a different perspective, you have to get outside of that immediate circle to get that, right? So what what would be one of the reasons you would advise that somebody would go to a therapist? Because your family wouldn't have fucked you up in the first place. Why would you go to them? How can they help you when they put you in the situation you're in? That's like being an alcoholic and going to a liquor store owner telling them I need help. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Because you need outside perspective, someone with an objective mind that's yeah. not that, you know, can look at look at at your scenario, um, you know from a different perspective, mm-hmm. they're not, I'm not going to say not vested in, invested in you because they're invested in you as their counselor, but you know, they're, they don't have any strength. They have a attached. neutral position. They can be very, a neutral position. They can be very candid yeah. and, and honest with you about what your opportunities are. Yep, exactly. And I know a lot of people need some real therapy. Yeah, you know? I, I've gotten therapy my whole life, right? Yeah. Since I was in my early teens, I think, all the yeah. way through. Adult- Hell, I just stopped therapy last month. Right. But I go when I need it and I can and I've been able to identify when it's getting to a place where I need an object objective opinion when I need tips and tricks and tools on how to maneuver through this chaotic life of ours. Exactly. Not crazy. I mean, I am crazy. That's my other nickname. And she's psycho. But, you know, that doesn't mean I'm like it just means that actually I am more sane than most of you don't seek counseling because I I open to receiving the feedback and open to sharing my experiences and doing the work. And doing yes, the doing work. Work. So what do you have a thought for the day? I think we've covered a really great topic today. And I think that at the end of the day, if there's things in your life that you want to make sure that you, you want to change and work on because you want a different outcome then take the time, spend time with yourself, figure out what it is and do the work and choose, choose you. Well, I do have a thought for the day and I'm going to utilize my I am app that I've downloaded on my Apple phone, which gives me daily affirmations and helps me stay focused and and brings me positivity. And the perfect thought for the day is I am a powerful creator. I create the life I want and enjoy it. And what that means to me is you don't have to live with generational trauma. You have the power to create your own life in your own way. 
but you have to be able to reflect and really look at what you feel some generational trauma impacts have been in your life and seek seek the help you need to overcome those and change the cycle. Mm-hmm. So you have the power to do that. So that's my thought for the day. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing and keep sharing those with us. Those are amazing. I need to download the app so I can get those on a daily basis. Definitely. And I will say one generational trauma I know I cannot overcome or get over is your ass because I'm stuck for life. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it, fools. Sucka. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Make sure that you guys log into our YouTube channel. It's called A Pair of Thoughts on YouTube. And also, you can find us on Instagram, A Pair of Thoughts. Make sure you subscribe. And thanks for listening. Finish.